Welcome to Having It All. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I bring you conversations and insights that explore the question, what does having it all mean to you? My goal is to leave you with stories you can relate to and messages you can take action on so that you can create an abundant, loving life. I am so excited that you're here to hang out with me today. Now, let's jump right into this episode. Today's episode was inspired by a question that I received recently from a listener. She said to me, what does ALL stand for in having it all? And I thought to myself, ah, perfect. Now is an opportunity for me to really dive into the meaning of having it all to me and the the meaning of having it all behind this show, which I briefly got into on episode number one, the very first episode of the show. But as we get closer to episode 30, I realize that most of you listening probably haven't heard the first episode. So you may not know what ALL actually means. And so I'm taking the opportunity today, right now, to unpack the meaning of ALL in having it all. So that's what I'm going to get into today. I'm going to talk about what it means. I'm going to give you the framework with which I created having it all and the framework that's behind the name of the show. And then I'm briefly going to go over the tools that I use in my life to create it all, to have it all. And then really this is this is material that I could talk about for hours and hours and hours because it is very dense and there's a lot in there. And so um, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to turn this into a series. So um, over the course of the next however many weeks, um, I'm really going to dive into the meaning of having it all, the framework that I created, and the tools that I use. And so I'm excited about this because um, it's allowing you to really get behind the scenes of this show, um, get to know me a little bit more and the reasoning behind why I created this show and um, just a little more context around what having it all means to me and what I share with other people in in my daily life. So with that, um, first I want to talk about ALL and the framework. So ALL stands for Abundant Loving Life. Abundant Loving Life. So when you read the title, Having It All, it's really about having an abundant, loving life. And that's what having it all means to me. So what does it mean to have an abundant, loving life? Well, I'm glad that you asked. So I want to start with the second L, the word life. So I approach that and I look at it in terms of what I call the six F's of life. And the six F's are faith, family, friends, fitness, finance, and fun. Now there's other F's, I'm sure, and um, other people have added F's and taken away F's, but those are the six that are most important to me and the ones that I look at when I want to decide and determine whether or not I am experiencing it all in my life. And again, that's faith, family, friends, fitness, finance, and fun. So that's where it begins. Now, the A and the L is sort of what you are experiencing in those six different areas. So A being abundance, L being love. So what I like to do is I like to go through each one of those six areas and ask myself, am I experiencing this area with abundance? Am I experiencing an abundance in this area? And am I showing up with love? Am I showing up with love? So if you want to start with faith, I can say to myself, okay, is my experience of faith in my life right now, right this moment, abundant and loving? Do I feel like I am truly connected with 
whatever it is that I believe in, the higher source, the higher power, do I feel connected? And am I loving that connection? Or am I fearing that connection? And I take that and I go through all six of the Fs. And if and when I'm able to say yes to all of those criteria and say, you know what? I have the six Fs. And in each of those areas, I'm experiencing abundance. And in each of those areas, I'm experiencing myself as being loving. Then I can say without a doubt that I have it all in life. And it's not simply a feeling. It's not like, I feel like I have it all today. I don't feel like I have it all tomorrow. I can take this framework because I sat down and created a framework around what it means for me to have it all. It becomes less subjective. Now, of course, I am asking myself, how do I feel? Do I feel loving? Do I feel abundant? But there is something that I can say that I'm feeling loving and abundant in, in those six areas. And so that's the framework around the meaning of having it all. And the reason why I wanted to create some sort of framework was because I have been inspired by other frameworks out there that I have gravitated towards and incorporated into my life. And, and three of them that jump out at me, um, the very first, I mentioned this, this author and this book so many times, um, Stephen Covey and the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. So Covey created a framework around what being effective means. And he has seven different habits that he outlines. And by practicing those habits and being those habits, then he believes that that's, how, that's where true effectiveness comes from. So if you haven't read that book, just check it out. You know, go online, Google the seven habits of highly effective people and peruse the seven different habits. They're incredibly powerful. That's one framework that I, I use in my life and um, I, I follow and I believe in. And, you know, just to take a step back, this idea of a framework um, is powerful because for me, you know, I like things to be simple. And when something can be simplified for me, in seven steps or uh, seven habits or um, five this, four that, you know, my mind is more easily able to, to wrap around that. And so um, I gravitate towards things that are frameworks and uh, I adopt and, and, and live and take on powerful frameworks that I believe in because there's so many frameworks out there that people create. But the ones that are powerful and really resonate with me, those are the ones that I, that I adopt. So another one that I use in my life comes from Dave Ramsey and his, his book, Financial Peace. Um, and he has in there the seven baby steps. And the seven baby steps are his way of achieving financial peace. And so it's, it's very easy to grasp, simple to understand. I mean, they're called baby steps. Um, it's, it's simple to understand, but not easy to implement and execute, um, which is why the end, at the very end, you experience Peace. Peace. I mean, true peace is not something that's, that, that is always easy to achieve. And with financial peace, you know, there are things that you will need to do in order to experience that financial peace in the seven baby steps. So that's another framework, give you more context. And um, a third framework that I want to talk about is um, Gary Chapman in his book, The Five Love Languages. So what Gary did was he looked at love and relationships, not just with a significant other, but it can be a relationship with um, a spouse or a sibling. I mean, I, I choose to look at the five love languages 
in multiple relationships in my life. And what Gary said was that people receive love in different ways. People want to be loved in different ways. So the way that I want to be loved might be different than the way my wife wants to be loved. And so he went and identified those five different love languages, and he spells them out in his book, and it's powerful. So those three guys, you know, they have created frameworks around their passions, around their topic of interest, you know, which happen to be effectiveness, finances, and relationships. And so coming from that space, you know, having them, those ideas um, in, my, in my history, my past, and things that I, I stand on today, I wanted to create something similar with having it all. Because again, I wanted to bring you powerful and inspiring stories. And I wanted to dig deep in with my guests and really get to the meat at what it truly means to have it all in life. And I asked my guests, I asked each of them, what does having it all mean to them? And up until now, I have not gotten the same answer twice. It's always been a unique answer because I think it is unique for a lot of people. However, what all of my guests have in common is that they've thought about that question. You know, they've identified for themselves what their big why is, what their big purpose is. They've identified what's important to them. They've identified their values, their roles in life, what they're playing for. And so when I ask them the question, what does having it all mean to you? They're able to answer that question because they've done some things, some very fundamental things in their lives because they're very clear on what they're playing for. And having experienced that, I wanted to bring something to you, the listener, the person out there who may not be as clear as what they're playing for, who may not be able to say with confidence what having it all means to them. I wanted to give you a framework, a, a, a set of beliefs, a context that you could try on for yourself, see if it works for you, see if it fits. If it does, awesome, use it. If it doesn't, cool, that's fine. Maybe you can take one of the things from it. But at least it got you thinking about the question, what does having it all mean to you? And at least it got you thinking about what your bigger why in life is. What is that big thing that you're playing for? So again, ALL stands for Abundant Loving Life. And within life, we have the six Fs, faith, family, friends, fitness, finance, and fun. And abundance, are you experiencing those six different areas with abundance or are you experiencing them with scarcity? Do you have an abundance of friends? Do you have an abundance of finance? If you don't, if you don't have an abundance of finance, how are you experiencing that? With love, acceptance, peace, or with fear and and judgment and other emotions that are in line with fear? So it's about, do you have those six different things in your life and how are you experiencing them and how are you showing up in those areas? Because you can have an abundance of friends, but not be showing up in a loving way with them. So that's the the context behind having it all as it relates to this show. And now I want to go into some tools because, as I said, There are very specific things that myself and the folks that I've interviewed on this podcast, as well as other powerful, inspirational people 
who are in my life, like my wife, uh, my mentor. You know, there are things that that people who are experiencing life in a certain way, there are things that they're clear on when it relates to themselves. And this idea of really knowing who you are, what you're about, and what you stand for. Because I believe when you, when you have those three things, then life becomes more powerful, life becomes more fulfilling, you become more powerful, you become more clear, you can stand firm in your beliefs, you can say no to things that don't align with what you're going after, you're able to set boundaries in your life with people and with things, the folks who are asking of your, of your energy and your resources, you can say no, you can set boundaries because you're very clear as to who you are, what you're playing for, and what you stand for in life. So these tools that I'm about to go over now can help you do just that. And as I said, I'm going to go over these tools just briefly. I'll mention, you know, I'll go through each of them, um, but then I will be going into more detail on all of the tools in future episodes because each one of these can have an episode of its own. So let's jump into the tools. The very, very first thing, the very first thing you need to have it all in life is a mindset, a mindset of abundance and love. So your mindset really, it's what kicks everything off. It's, it's the frame with which, the frame and, the, and lens with which you view life. You know, you, I believe that um, you truly do become your thoughts. You become the things that you have in your head. You become your beliefs. And that statement of I am, you know, that's the most powerful statement in the universe, the most powerful statement that you can make. And especially when it relates to what you create in life and how you experience life. So I believe that experiencing a life where you can say without a doubt that, yes, I have it all, it begins by believing that having it all is possible. It begins by believing that you deserve to have it all. And you know, even if you have to fake it at first, that's fine. You fake it. But the act of just getting started and putting those thoughts in your mind that I have it all, I'm capable of having it all, I believe I deserve to have it all, I am it all, that's going to get you moving in a powerful direction. So first and foremost, it starts with your mindset. Now, the second thing that you want to be clear on and be aware of is consciousness and environment. So your consciousness, now that's your relationship to yourself, to other people, and to life. So how aware are you of your relationship to those three things, self, others, and life? If you've never sat down to actually think about that. Think about how you relate to yourself. To think about the inner monologue going on in your head. The types of words that you use when you're talking to yourself, when you're describing yourself. The tone. You know, do you have a loving tone when you're talking to yourself? Or is it a tone of judgment? You know, being very aware about your relationship to yourself and also being aware of your relationship to other people. You know, when, when you experience other people, are you able to celebrate their wins with them? Or do you have judgments there? Do you have rationalizations and justifications as to why their wins aren't really that big or aren't truly wins? Like how do you experience other people? Do you feel constantly judged? And then finally, life. How do you experience 
life itself? You know, do you, do you view life as, you know, the cup is half full or the cup is half empty? Do you view life as constantly happening to you? Or do you view life in terms of its universal abundance? That there's plenty for everyone. There's plenty for you. So consciousness is so, so, so important. And consciousness is heavily impacted by your environments. And when I say environments, I, I don't simply mean physical. Physical environments are part of it. So, you know, where you spend your time, you know, your home, your work, the places that you go to play and have fun, those things are all part of it. But anything that you expose yourself to is part of your environment. So that includes people. And that includes the people that you surround yourself with. That includes the words that you read, books, magazines, blog articles, things like that. That includes the things that you watch, TV programs, whatever is on, you know, whatever you're watching on your iPad or on Netflix. And that includes things like this podcast. You know, all the information that's going in through your different senses, that's all part of your environment. And you want to make sure that you're placing yourself in environments that are supporting you that are moving you towards healing, that are moving you towards love. If you're playing for healing and love and, and, and powerful results in your life. Because if you're not, then by all means, put yourself in the environments that do the opposite. So again, the number, the number two thing is consciousness and environment and exploring your, your relationship to both of those. Number three, we have values and roles. So understanding what you value and the roles that you play in life. Now, values is something that, you know, if, if you brought up in America, that's talked about very frequently, you know, good old American values. And especially if you were brought up um, with, with uh, religious, in a religious background, as I was, you know, I, I grew up in a, in a household that attended Catholic church. And so values and things like that were, um, were talked about a lot. But the context that I'm talking about is, is uh, maybe it's not slightly different, um, but it, it is understanding and truly knowing what you, what you believe in and the ideas that you cherish the most. So that if I said to you, what are your top five values? You can rattle them off without any sort of hesitation because you've put in the work to know exactly what it is that you value. For me, the top, the top things that I value, I have seven of them. My top values are joy, authenticity, family, character, love, fun, and wisdom. And how did I arrive at them? Well, I sat down and actually with my wife, Sarah, and she has an amazing process that she's put together, um, tools that she uses. And in this process, I'm able to look at all the different things that I value, look at what I want to experience in life. And basically through a process of elimination, um, I'm able to get down to those seven and then prioritize them in order because those are the things that I value the most. And so values are incredibly important, just knowing what is important to you, knowing what you believe. And now roles, the roles are the different, the different areas in life, uh, the different roles in your life. That's, 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 what I'm, that's the context behind roles. So for example, you have a role of, for me, I'll go through my, some of my top roles. Um, husband, brother, Son, grandson, entrepreneur, creator, lover, athlete. You know, those are all 
different roles that I play in life. So understanding exactly what roles you do play and then figuring out which of those roles are most important to you. You know, because some are going to be more important than others. I just had a, a podcast interview earlier today uh, with a pretty amazing woman, and she got into talking about her roles and the ones that were most important to her. And she talked about how her roles as a wife, soon to be mother, and, and family, you know, her role within her family was much more important than her role as an entrepreneur and a CEO and a businesswoman. And she was very clear on that. And why that's important is because when opportunities come up, when things come up in your life that are going to ask you to choose between your two roles, for her, it's very clear she's choosing family. And the same type of thing happens when you're very clear on your values. You know, let's say that you value family and authenticity. And you are in a situation where you are asked to choose between being authentic and family. Because you said those are the things that you value. Now, if you know what your priorities are, you can choose more easily. Because you've put in the work to say, I value authenticity before family. I choose authenticity. So that's why it's very important to know your values and to know your roles. Number four is why and mission statement. So this is all about developing a bigger why, a bigger purpose for your life. And they're very similar, you know, that the the why is sort of that big idea, you know, like I get out of bed for this. I'm playing for this. This is what I am most passionate about right now. And both your why and your mission can change. They probably will change. For some people, it might change every six months or maybe every two years or maybe it's every five years, but your why and your mission can change. So your why is just that big purpose that you have in life. And your mission statement is actually writing that thing down in a statement that declares, this is what I'm about and this is what I'm playing for. So again, at any point in time, someone could say, What's your big why in life? And you can say it clearly and powerfully and honestly. Or they can say something like, do you have a mission statement? And you can easily, boom, rattle it off. And for mission statement, you know, if if you think in terms of a business or, or an organization, I mean, most businesses have mission statements right on their website. Sometimes they're, you know, written on the wall in the office and that's, you know, what this business is playing for, what the vision is, the principles, the things that, that they value, their values. Like all of those things are inside the mission statement. And so I have a mission statement and I've actually had a number of mission statements. Currently, I'm on my third. And if I'm being honest with you, this third mission statement of mine is not resonating with me as powerfully as my second mission statement. So if you go on my website right now, MatthewBivens.com, uh, I guess depending on when you're listening to this episode, um, you will see my current version of the mission statement, which I'll read to you. And then I'll read to you my second mission statement, which is the one that, that, that still, uh, it still resonates with me more powerfully. But my current mission statement is, 
to play wholeheartedly and from a place of joy and peace, to love unconditionally with patience and understanding, to inspire completely through my authenticity, courage, and surrender, to live healthily, honoring my body temple, and to create with abundance and confidence. So I put together that mission statement after I sat down with my coach and mentor and we looked at my second mission statement and said, eh, you know, it's, and I said to him, I just don't think it's resonating with me as powerfully right now. Um, and so I want to shift it. But, you know, after I've, I've had this third one for a little while, uh, I think that I may have jumped the gun a little bit too quickly. And so uh, my second mission statement, the one that still sticks with me, the one that I've internalized and memorized is to love myself towards a state of balance so that I can truly give back from a cup that is overflowing and help awaken others to their most powerful version of self. So mission statement, knowing your big why, these things are critically important, in my opinion, when it comes to having it all. Because remember, having it all for me is about knowing what you stand for, knowing what you value, being very, very clear on that and going for it. So that was number four, why and mission. And there are seven total, sorry, six total. And so uh, we have two more. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. Number five is body and balance. So for me, I'm a person that is is very passionate about health. I'm talking about my, my entire well-being, not just my um, my physical fitness. And so body and balance is really about acknowledging my entire body and creating balance in my life. So there's a concept that I like to use when it comes to body, and it's this idea of body vehicle. And I want to mention the originator of the body vehicle and balance and some of the other things that I use um, in these tools. Uh, his name is Day Adioba, and he created the Your Day Balance Game which is a three-dimensional health and fitness philosophy. The three dimensions are fitness, lifestyle, and consciousness. And so a lot of the tools that I use and a lot of the, the, the things that I um, talk about in this podcast come from um, that health and fitness philosophy. And so body and balance are two of them. So with body, I think in terms of what's called the body vehicle. So if you think of your body in terms of a vehicle, you know, there are five wheels on a car. You've got your steering wheel and you've got your four tires. And so the five wheels of the body vehicle are mental, that's the steering wheel, spiritual and social, those are the front two wheels, physical and emotional, those are the back two wheels. And so when, it, when I think of my overall health and well-being, I think of it in terms of my body vehicle. So where is my level of health and what's my relationship with my mental wheel, my spiritual wheel, my social wheel, my physical wheel, my emotional wheel? Are these wheels properly inflated so that my ride through life is smooth? Or are one or more of these wheels deflated? 
And the opposite of that is overinflated. Am I putting more emphasis in one over the others? And so if you think about you know, your body like a car, and if you think about driving down the street in, in your car right now, which you might be doing, imagine if one of the wheels was dramatically underinflated or overinflated. Imagine how that impacts your ride. It becomes less smooth. It becomes a lot more bumpy. It becomes a lot more uncomfortable. So going back to the body vehicle analogy, let's say that your social wheel is dramatically deflated and flat. Your overall body vehicle is now wobbling because that, that one wheel is flat. So that's the body for this tool. And balance, now balance is in itself an acronym, a powerful acronym. And balance is this idea of what, you know, what is balance in your life? But there's this phrase that we, we all use, maybe not all of us, but many people use, you know, I am, I, I am always out of balance. I'm always imbalanced. I need to get back to balance. I mean, that's, I hear that so consistently, time and time again. And it's like, well, what is balance really? And so Day broke down balance so elegantly, and it's an acronym, B-A-L-A-N-C-E. B stands for breath. A stands for aqua. L stands for lengthen. The second A stands for anaerobic. N stands for nutrition. C stands for cleanse. And E stands for energize. And so I have habits that I, that I practice every day that fall within each one of those building blocks of balance. I have habits for breath, for aqua, for lengthening, for anaerobic, for nutrition, for cleansing, and for energizing. And so for me, executing those habits, performing those habits throughout my day, and making sure that I'm doing them consistently throughout the week allows me to constantly getting my body back into a state of balance. Because things in life knock me out, can knock me, can knock me down, can really just take my energy. You know, if you go back to that second mission statement, give back from a cup that is overflowing. So life has the tendency to, to take out of our cup, right? To take some of the, the water out of the cup. For me, balance is how I put water back in the cup. So that's body imbalance, number five. And the last set of tools for the having it all framework is uh, six, and that's gratitude and magic. So for me, practicing gratitude and recognizing magic is so important in my life. And there's a reason why I put those two at the end, because they really round everything out. So gratitude for me is recognizing what I already have. And by have, I mean the things in my life, but also the people, the opportunities. Recognizing what I am creating, because I absolutely believe I am a creator. I create everything in my life, all the things that I experience. And from that place, I can choose how I want to respond to the different things in my life. So gratitude is me showing appreciation for what I have created. Both the things that I wanted to create and I intended to create and the things that I didn't necessarily intend to create. So one thing that I like to do, which is a habit, I'm still working on cultivating this habit because I go through ebbs and flows of doing it consistently and not doing it consistently. 
And that's nightly journaling. Just taking a couple minutes each night to write down what I'm grateful for. And so right now I'm on one of my ebbs. And so getting back into my habit and being consistent with it is a goal of mine because exercising the gratitude is so, so important. Thankfully, it's been a habit that I've been doing for many years. I have uh, just tons of completed notebooks, filled out notebooks of, uh, of me journaling experiences and gratitude and magic. And so um, it is something that, you know, tonight, for example, I'm recording this on a Thursday and every Thursday night I go to meet up with my accountability group. And one of the things that we do at the end, just before we break, is to express gratitude. And so I'm going to have an opportunity tonight to express gratitude. And I do that every week. So gratitude is big for me. And the second thing is magic. And magic is your ability to influence yourself, other people, and life. And so for me, recognizing magic, recognizing my power and my ability to influence myself is powerful because I can say, man, I influenced myself today, for example, to go for a 30-minute run before my podcast interview. So I knew that I had an interview at 2 p.m., and it was 1 p.m. I had already done my research. I had already prepped my notes, and I had an hour to kill. And I said, you know what? Why don't I go for a run? And you know, it's hilarious. Remember that, that balance that I was talking about earlier? Remember the first building block, B, breath? Well, one of the habits that I, that I try to do every week is to do a 30-minute nonstop run every week. And so I was able to knock out my, one of my balance habits before this interview. And so recognizing that I influenced myself to do that before my interview is something that I will do with magic. Saying, man, that was awesome. And you, you influenced yourself to go for a run. It wasn't on my schedule today. I just said, yeah, you know what? I have an opportunity now. I have a time gap. Let's go for a run. And I knocked it out. And that's what magic is. It's recognizing you know, when you've influenced yourself or maybe you've influenced another person. An example of that would be um, I go to a meetup group on Wednesday nights. And yes, if you're thinking, dude, this guy goes to a lot of groups. Uh, twice a week, two times a week, I have two different groups that I go to. I go to um, a meetup around consciousness, conversation around consciousness. And then on Thursday, I go to an accountability group. So I do have a couple of things that I, that I have put intentionally, very intentional um, in my life because let's go back up to the, uh, the second the second tool and the consciousness and the environment, it's because I want to be in an environment with highly conscious, powerful people. And so I've created that. And so anyway, I, I digress. Um, magic for me was influencing a friend of mine, a longtime friend of mine, to come to this consciousness meetup group. She came yesterday. So that was magic. That was me influencing another person. And then an example of influencing life I think is this podcast. The, the response that I have received from this podcast and the tremendous amount of downloads I have received and the numbers are just growing exponentially. It blows my mind. I don't understand it. It's magic. It's magic. So gratitude and magic are the sixth, the sixth part, the parts of the toolbox that I, um, that I use myself then I recommend to others. And so again, I'll do a quick recap of all the different tools. First, we have mindset. Second, we have consciousness and environment. Third, we have values and roles. Fourth, we have why and mission statement. 
Fifth, we have body and balance. And sixth, we have gratitude and magic. So that's what having it all means to me. Having it all means experiencing life in abundance and love and using those tools to constantly love on myself first and constantly be practicing self-rediscovery, knowing who I am, being clear on what I'm playing for, and standing firm when circumstances come at me that are going to test who I am and what I'm playing for. And I'll be honest, I'm going through one of those circumstances right now with my family, right? That, that second F, <laughs> I'm, I'm experiencing, you know, th- I'm going to, this is great because this is, you know, my podcast and uh, I get to share whatever I want. Today is a Thursday, it's almost 5 p.m. And tonight I'm supposed to have a conversation with my father and my sister to talk about the circumstance that's been going on with my family. And so I have an opportunity to stand firm in my principles, in my values, to share my mission statement so that they know where I stand and they know that you know, Matthew is going to be consistent with what he says because I've laid them all out. I have all of that written down. You know, I shared with you my values. I shared with you my mission statement. I can share with you the principles that, that, I, uh, that I, I, I hold my life to as well. That, are, that I've internalized. But I have an opportunity tonight to rep this stuff, to rep what I'm talking about, to rep what I've been talking about for the past 30 minutes. And that's amazing. It's amazing because, you know, I've put in the work to say this is what I'm about and the universe says, okay, prove it. And I think it happens to all of us all the time. We say we're about one thing And then we have opportunities to prove it. And so, for you, if the name of this show piqued your interest at all, having it all, I invite you to explore, truly explore what having it all means to you. If you need a place to start, this episode is a fantastic place to start. And to use those tools, those six different things, from mindset to magic and gratitude. And really see and understand what you're about, what it is that makes you tick. What are the things that you value? You know, what are you playing for in life? What is your bigger why? What's important to you? So that you can then say, okay, this is what I'm about. This is what's important to me. This is what I'm playing for. I'm going to go for it. So that you can say, yeah, I do have it all. So I hope that helped illuminate some of the darkness, perhaps, around the name of this show. And I'm excited to really dive into all of those different things that I mentioned over the next however many episodes. I'm not even going to worry about how many it takes because uh, this stuff is, is transformational, I truly believe. And so it will take as long as it takes. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining me. For hanging out for the past 40 some odd minutes. Um, I really appreciate your time. It means a whole, whole lot to me. If you're a fan of the show, I invite you to subscribe on iTunes. Um, you can also find the show on Stitcher and Google Play. We recently were added to both of those amazing services. So Android folks, I mean, that's 
that I'm an Android person. And so I had to download my own episodes from the website. But now I can listen to them on Google Play and on Stitcher. And if you are interested in seeing the show notes for this episode and all the episodes, um, they can be found at the home of Having It All, which is on the Fireside Network. That's firesidenetwork.com. You can search for the show, Having It All, and there you'll be able to see every single episode as well as all of the show notes, links to all the cool things my guests are coming up with and all the cool stuff that they've created and um, the notes for episodes like this and my other solo shows. All of that lives on firesidenetwork.com. And if you found this show through iTunes or or one of those services, um, that's awesome. And if you got something from this show, I would absolutely love a review. Reviews mean a ton. They help me get... Uh, they help this show get discovered and reach more people's eardrums. So if you if you have a minute and you feel inclined, I would love a review. And with that, again, thank you. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate you. Um, you listening, I'm grateful for you. And I'll go home and, and journal tonight about <laughs> that gratitude. And so thanks again. And here is to you having it all. Two quick things before you leave. First... Did you know that the Having It All podcast is a part of the Fireside Network? Yep, we are one of the esteemed shows that calls Fireside Network home. That means if you ever want to listen to a show outside of iTunes or Stitcher or whatever your favorite podcasting app is, all you need to do is visit firesidenetwork.com and under shows, select Having It All. From there, you can access all the episodes, see the show notes, learn about my guests and more. Second, I am very excited to announce that my brand new website is live. Visit MatthewBivens.com and you can learn more about me, get plugged into an accountability group, and pick up some free content like the Abundance Benchmark. I am all about helping you not only identify what your ideal life looks like, but also helping you on your journey towards it. I want you to experience more abundance and love in your life. So... Again, you can find out more information about all of that great stuff at MatthewBivens.com. Thank you once more for listening to the show, and here is to you having it all. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.